Coming up on this episode of Globewriter with Tony, we're doing a one-year pandemic check-in, mental health check-in, and we're also starting it, ending it, showing in this episode an affirmation that you can say today. So stay tuned as we discuss all that and more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Globe Rider with Tony. I'm Tony, your host, and today we're just going to do a little mental health check-in, emotional health, seeing how you've been, seeing what's going on in your life. Do you know, and I'm sure you do, but we have been in the state of lockdown for a year, one year. I still remember a year ago when this was all the buzz on the news. I don't really watch a lot of TV. I I read a lot, obviously, but I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't have like everything in my face. And when it first came out, I remember me and one of my best friends were saying, I just think it's going to be over by the summer. The summer is going to be here. It's going to be hot. It's going to be like all the stuff. We're like, ah, oh, this is nothing. This is just something really minor, right? This is nothing. Do you remember at the beginning when it was like, we wear a mask, we don't wear a mask, we wear a mask, we don't wear a mask, we don't know what's happening, we're going in lockdown, we don't know if we're going in lockdown, like what do we say, what's six feet, social distancing, and everything shut down, like no restaurants, no, no extracurriculars, basically. And it was just a state of the unknown. And a year later, we're here. And we're still in this place. And we're still, you know, in lockdown, we've adjusted because that's what we do in life. You adjust. As people, we're really resilient. Sometimes I think we forget that. We forget that we are resilient to handle life's challenges, stressors, things that come up. Because as we talked about in previous episodes, we get in our own way of our own anxiety, of our own stuff that we put on top of it. And that's normal. That's normal. All of us are human. All of us do that. And that, that's just where we are as a society around the world. This is something that has continued on. And it's weird to think, you know, sometimes we feel like we're all alone. But then when you look at it in a macro view of life, you realize there's so many people that are handling everything like you, but different variations of what's going on. And you know, if you've listened to Globe Rider with Tony, you know I'm a big proponent of not comparing yourself to other people's stories. What goes on in somebody's life does not necessarily dictate what goes on in yours. doesn't mean that they're doing better or worse. It just means their journey is there. Yours is here. And at the end of the day, it, nobody really knows you know, what one person is going through unless, of course, they share, have vulnerability, have connection, have all these things. But I always find it kind of comforting to a degree that when we are in this time and we've still been for over a year, that there is everyone experiencing some, some degree of the pandemic stress, of the pandemic burnout, of all these things that are going. And it made me 
really think about, I've been taking a lot of classes. As y'all know, at the beginning of this year, I said that I got into this class and I'm learning all of these things about the principles and the spiritual life and just more principles that I can come back to this podcast to share and to grow together. And I was on today and I followed Danielle Laporte. I don't know, Danielle Laporte. I don't know if any of you have heard of her, but I have spoken of her before. And she is really big on, instead of identifying, like if you're going to do a vision board, for instance, you're not necessarily going to do the vision board of all these material things or things that you want. I mean, you can. Obviously, that's part of the vision board and the whole essential thing. And I, believe me, I have that on mine too. Things that I, things that I necessarily, I'd like to have. And... In her, in her work, she's learned, like, what are your core feelings that you want to feel? I want to feel ignited. So I'm going to gravitate towards books, people, places, things that are going to ignite my soul, that are going to connect me even more, that's going to make me even more passionate, that I can share out this voice with others. So what are your core feelings? You know, remember we talked about that. Like, what are the things that you want to feel? Like, what are your deepest desires of your heart? And then going from there, well, that's the same lady. And so I get her periodical like newsletters that come through. And one of them was talking about the ego. And I've been learning about the ego in my class, like how you like getting out of your own way, basically, to help you get to a resolution of a problem, to help you get to a resolution of things that you're going through, you know, getting out of our ego space, really our thoughts, our anxieties and our feelings And letting that move out of the way to let life work for you. And on her, she said, when you're on a path of awakening or you're on a path of, you know, intentional awakening and you're going further, the ego comes in, in life, right? Like every time I'll have a disagreement with someone and my ego will go immediately to a place of hurt instead of a place of, you know, aligned with love aligned with what I'm trying to learn from the situation, what can I heal, things like that, because I am still human and that is okay. So when she talks about it, she says that there's two ways that our ego usually goes. And that is generally in the two categories of the arrogance and superiority complexes are the insecurity and inferior complexes. And really like ego, whenever you're arrogant and superiority, it's like, oh, things have to be done my way. I am going to do them exactly this way. I have to be perfect. It can't mess up. It can't do this. Versus like the insecurity and inferiority complex of the ego is when you're in the state of like, man, I should have been kinder. I should have been better. I need to meditate more. I need to call someone better. I need to reach out and like really take that person's step and to really connect with them. And see, it's the same thing. It tries to play you in a small way. Whatever you're seeking, your ego is coming to you in your inner voice and is trying to, you know, get to the root of it, try to take you down a little bit, trying to throw you off the scent, intentionally or unintentionally. That's, you know, one of its jobs, right? And I find that to be the case for me with the inferiority insecurity is like I will constantly sometimes berate myself like, oh man, I should have done differently in this situation. I I wish I would have said 
X, Y, Z, or I, I listen to these profound, profound stories. Some, some of my friends who are meditation gurus who go into it, who go deep, you have these great stories. And I think, God, I'm not there. Like I'm not that connected with my intuition. I haven't gotten there or in it. And I really do a really number on myself. But like I said, I move it out of the way. That's one thing I'm learning is moving it out of the way. We're moving it out of the way. And in her thing, she says the mantra that she does is very simple. And you say it in the most loving, affirmative, friendly tone because it is a statement of celebration. I am doing the best that I can. I'm doing the best that I can. And I think that's something so important to remember as we come up and we're past the one year anniversary of being in a pandemic. All the shit of what it could have, all of the how can I do this better? Also, saying, I'm doing the best that I can. I'm doing the best that I can. Come back after this break from our sponsors, and we will discuss more about our mental health, emotional health, and how we keep pressing forward. If you've been around me in person, you will know that I am generally pretty, uh, what's the word, somewhat unbalanced on my feet. Like I'll fall, uh, you'll be walking next to me, I will turn my ankle, and I'll keep going. And you, out of the corner of your eye, think, did she just roll her ankle and just keep walking? Like nothing happened? And yeah, that's probably true because (laughs) I have learned to just keep going, like keep going with all of the things that happen. And sure, it can be a somewhat endearing quality to be kind of like klutzy and clumsy somewhat. And I would like to say that in my 30s, I've gotten so much better balanced on going forward and slowing down and really walking well. And that that is an incredible feat. I think my cousins and my brothers have many stories of me falling or just different stuff that they could go on and on and on about all of these things that happen. And I've gotten better. I've gotten better. And I highlight my celebrations because why? I'm doing the best that I can, right? I am doing the best that I can. And so I tell you this because I go into the office once a week, you guys know this, and I'm and I get dressed. I make sure that I dress up, that I put on a dress, I put on clothes to see whether or not I've gained weight, to see whether or not my clothes still fit, to see all these things. And they might be a little tighter, let's be real. Um, a year later in a pandemic, I mean, there's been some changes. I still work out and I still do things. And I got dressed and I put on one of my red dresses. And I love it. That's one of the dresses when I'm going to present in front of a group or present in front of people, I wear this dress and I love it. It makes me feel empowered. Red is my absolute favorite color. And I have my hair fixed, have my hair fixed, put on makeup. You know, I mean, I'm sure some of y'all are hearing this and saying, what? This really happens? Like what? You put on a dress and y'all, I even put on a blazer, put on a blazer, even had jewelry, jewelry on. I mean, I was dressed, ready to roll, and I was feeling really good. I was feeling so good. I was like, okay, like these are the little changes you can make every day. You know, getting dressed and just 
makes such a big change on your life and your outlook. And I, I'm not even joking about that anymore. I, I'm very serious. Like when you really dress and are wearing something other than your workout clothes every day, that's me. Um, I feel more put together and more of myself. Like I just feel a little refresh, you know, like a little like wake up action. When you buy flowers at the supermarket, the grocery store, and you put them on your table, I have sunflowers right now, but it just gives you that little pep, you know, that little pep in your step that is just coming. And that's how I felt. I mean, I felt, man, I, I look pretty good. Like I, I'm all right. I'm all right with this look. I'm all right with my red dress, blazer, and you know, jewelry, and my hair's fixed. I feel great. Go into the office. We have badges. Go into the office, ride the elevator, do my normal, you know, routine in the office, and I'm doing all this stuff, and I go downstairs to check the mail, get the mail key, go back down the elevator, talk to the guards, say, hello, how are you doing? How's life? Get the mail, come back up. And you know in your head you can see stuff happening? Like you you already can kind of see stuff happening before they happen. And so I was I was already like five steps ahead in my brain. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to take out my badge. I'm going to stick my badge in my pocket because I don't want to drop it. Right? I don't I don't want to drop this badge. Like I, I have all this mail in my hand. I don't want to drop it. So I'm fiddling with the badge. And at that time, I ride up to my designated floor. And, you know, it's only a building. It's It's higher up floors on this building. And the door opens at the same time that I'm trying to put that badge in my pocket so I don't drop it, right? As soon as the elevator doors open, I start moving. I'm fiddling with my badge, putting it in my pocket. Well, guess what? Guess what? <laughs> I miss my pocket. And where does that badge go? It falls, right? Like, obviously, you're like, duh, Tony, it falls. No, it doesn't just fall. It falls in the little crevice in the gap. Mind the gap, y'all, mind the gap, in between the elevator and the floor, like to get off the floor. That gap, like you thought, oh, what does that gap do? Oh yeah, my badge flew all the way down from one of the higher floors down to I don't know where. <laughs> and I started laughing because I thought, man, you can still dress up. You can still wear all these things. And I'm still Tony. I'm still this person who has incidents like this. And I laugh because this is something that I have learned to love about myself and appreciate. Yes, it is hella annoying. <laughs> yes, it gets on my nerves more times than not. The than anything. But when I go back to Daniel Laporte, I realize I'm doing the best that I can. I'm doing the best that I can. Me and the red dress dressed up is still doing the best that she can, even when she drops her badge all the way to the basement. And that's where it went, y'all, if y'all didn't know. So I go back downstairs, ride to the guards, and I say, can you please help me? <laughs> I dropped my badge. I don't know if it could be saved. If it can't, you know, no big deal. I'll have to call up someone and get a new one. Just, you just let me know. And they're like, well, you know, we have to call a technician. We have to get them out here to go through the things. And I said, I know this is a lot of work, so no pressure. I'm, I come back in a week. My supervisor comes in. She can grab it for me if y'all happen to get it. And they're like, well, to be fair, you're not the first person this happened to. 
you're the second. <laughs> and so I laughed because, well, you know, at least I'm not the first, but to be the second is still not great. Um, and so miraculously, like I go back upstairs and I'm thinking, you know, I'll just get my badge, no big deal. And literally within like five, 10 minutes, they had called me and they said the technician came, they were able to get your badge. It kind of broke this little, your little protection thing, but otherwise it's intact. And I was so thankful and grateful because I'm like, oh man, like this is so awesome. So awesome, right? And I got my badge back. So I tell you this story because I want you just to know that Yes, even in your ego space of being like arrogant superiority, like at me, I was like, man, I feel good. I look good. And then guess what? I dropped my badge. <laughs> I could have gone on a tirade like, oh my gosh, this is always how you are, Tony. This is always what you do. You drop things. You're so klutzy. You're so clumsy. But instead, I laughed and I just realized I am doing the best that I can. This makes for a hell of a funny story to tell people and to realize that we are human, we are perfect. And like I said, at the beginning of this episode where you realize people across the world are in the same thing as you as a pandemic and dealing it, it makes you feel like I am not so alone. Or at least it does me. And I hope that whenever you're criticizing yourself and all of your things that you deem as your flaws or you deem as something like, God, I wish I didn't have this, I hope you also turn it around and say, I've learned to love this about myself. I appreciate it. And I am doing the best that I can. You're going to hear me say that in the next segment. You're going to keep hearing me say that because I want you to say it. I want you to say it to yourself in the most loving, affirmative, friendly tone as a statement of celebratory-ness because we've been doing this a year. I'm doing the best that I can. You are doing the best that you can. We are doing the best that we can. And you might mess up. You might drop your badge all the way down to the basement. <laughs> you might not have said the right thing, but there's always something to be said of taking ownership, accountability, responsibility, turning it around and saying, I'm doing the best that I can and then do it. That, that is literally one of the things that I wanted to really check in with you all about, about our mental, emotional, physical health. And we've all dealt with different types of losses over this pandemic and year and realizing that, say it with me, I'm doing the best that I can. Come back. We'll discuss more. So how are you doing? How are you doing? Have you checked in with yourself? Have you checked in with your loved ones around you? How are you doing? How are you doing a year later in the pandemic? Do you feel like there's no end in sight? Do you feel like, oh, this is the new normal. I've learned to adjust and adapt. I am resilient. I am pushing through the best that I can. How are you doing? I hope you take time to really self-reflect 
and to really think about how your ego may be playing tricks on you, how you may be into your own headspace instead of really when you release it and looking like this is what's really going on. This is what's really going on. This is how I'm really, this is how it is really going down. Can I move out of the way to let life flow through me? Can I move out of the way to let the universe flow and show me something grand, show me something great? Or am I moving out of the way so the universe can show me something in contrast? Where am I in my ego process? Where am I on my mental health and emotional health and physical health, spiritual health? Where am I aligned up in all these things? Am I where I want to be? And if I'm not, am I okay with that? Am I telling myself that I'm doing the best that I can and believing it? Am I really saying all those things to me and just realizing that I am doing the best that I can? Because guess what? You probably are. You most likely are, 100%. Because... That's just who you are as a community of globe rider people. That's just who you are with people that I've connected with, which we've all connected with. When I said in the last segment and I said maybe you've dealt with loss over this COVID and I know different ways, it could be relationships had gone to the wayside or you've set better boundaries with yourself and people that weren't serving you or weren't serving you in the way that connected with your healing or connected with whatever you've released them. And it may have been hard and it may have been difficult and it might be still difficult for you. It could be saying goodbye to a family member. All of those things are stuff that affects us and affects our mental, emotional, physical, spiritual health. All of them. All of them. And sometimes I think we run on a rabbit race of like, oh, I need to catch up with this. I need to do this. And I'm guilty, y'all. I am guilty 100% that I need to do this, I need to get in there, I'm going to go and do all these things and be blah, blah, blah. And I realized that if I'm not there, I'm here and that is okay. I am doing the best that I can. I'm doing the best that I can. And I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that in that space. I did this meditation with this teacher a week ago, actually, on Tuesday. And they were doing a six-month meditation. Like, you know, in six months, the time will be September 9th, 2021. Where do you see yourself? Like, what would be a perfect day? And I immediately started crying. Crying. I still tear up just thinking about it. Because a year on that day, in September 9th, September 10th, 2021 will be the day that will be a one-year anniversary of saying goodbye to Judd and Gabby. And I was thinking about this. I have like these long meditations in the shower uh, or just, you know, like just cleansing, like thinking something about the water and just like really being in my head space really works for me. And I was really getting hard on myself about you know, maybe gaining weight or not being where I want to be at that point. You know, I all heard after the whole 30 high wasn't there. And, and then I started thinking back and I'm like, Tony, like you've been in this pandemic for a year. 
You lost your loves, two loves of your life, less than six months ago or right at. You've also celebrated a lot of life in there in between. You have been, you know, with different family and your your own personal family and and just your loved ones. Stop being so hard on yourself. You are doing the best that you can. And I say that to you, beautiful, wonderful soul. You have been doing this for a year. You have handled it in the best way that you could and the best way that you can. You are working through and continuing to show up in your life. Stop being so hard on yourself. Stop pushing yourself so hard. And tell yourself in a celebratory tone, I am doing the best that I can. I'm doing the best that I can. And that is our mental health check-in for our one year in a pandemic. That if you learn, take away anything from this episode, I hope you say to yourself and affirm it and say it in the mirror. Say it wherever, say it out, say it proud. I'm doing the best that I can. And I hope you say it, beloved one, beloved, you are doing the best that you can. We are doing the best that you can. And I'll continue to hold that space for you. Continue to hold that space for our Globe environment, community, everything. Keep showing up week after week. Keep showing up day after day and keep doing the best that you can because you are doing it. You are seen, you are connected, and you are here. I hope you guys have such a beautiful, beautiful week. We just send it, if you're in the States, We just went through daylight savings, and yes, those mornings can be rough, 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 but I love in the evenings when the sun is out and it's more time in the day, more productivity, so I hope you're embracing that little energy in, and I just wish you all such a beautiful week. Come back next week as we discuss another topic, and continue to glow brighter, and continue to do the best that you can. See you next week. Friends, stay connected with me. Follow me on Instagram at Globe with Tony, or you can check out my website at www.tonyapple.com. That's spelled T O N I A P P E L T. Thanks so much.